Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. When I ring the doorbell to the East Bay Times office in Oakland and get let in, investigative reporter Thomas Peel is at his computer. We have a follow-up story breaking right now. Okay, what do you got to do right now? I just need, need to get this story posted. Alex is doing the same thing for you guys. We just finished writing it. Thomas has been working in a partnership with KQED reporters. We told you last week about a new state law that's giving the public access to police misconduct records. A story they wrote this week based off some of those records has the San Mateo district attorney deciding whether to reopen a criminal investigation. This is a big deal. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, we had not reported this yesterday. Based on the records that we got under SB 1421, the district attorney would have no knowledge of this whatsoever. Today, we'll tell you what happened. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to The Bay. Thomas Peel is with the Bay Area News Group. Thomas is going to go get the records. Oh, cool. He's been working in partnership with KQED reporters to request and review police records that they got under the new law, SB 1421, which we told you about last week. I want to pull up the what the Burlingame police provided us under the law. In response to your PRA request in detail below, case one, IA 2018-02A. Now, it's not everything. This is what they chose to provide first. In this first batch of records, they found an investigation into this one officer in Burlingame. Date occurred March 13th and 14th, 2018. David Granucci. David Granucci was a 20-year, almost 20-year veteran. He had worked briefly before that as a Hayward police officer. We know that he was given an accommodation by the chief several years ago because he helped a man who was choking in a restaurant. The incident we're going to tell you about happened in March of 2018. He arrested a woman on a suspicion of DUI. And what, 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 what record are we reading right now? This is, this is their summary of an internal affairs investigation. All right, so tell me about what happened with David Granucci. Okay, I'm going to read this to you. Granucci surreptitiously obtained the personal phone number of a DUI arrestee through official police department channels, called her the following day once she was released from a sobering center, and went to her house that afternoon. He then attempted to initiate a sexual relationship with the arrestee, using his police authority by offering to assist her with her DUI case. And remember, he's the arresting officer, so he's got a lot of power here, right? In exchange for that, he asked her for sex. 
the arrestee refused his advances and subsequently reported the incident to police authorities. The Burlingame Police Department took this allegation seriously enough that it ended up doing something about it. What, what other details do you know about this case? Well, we know that based on this allegation, he was fired through an administrative process. They sustained 12 violations of the police department rules. What are some of these violations? Okay, they, they read like this. Did officer disobey any legal directive or order issued by a department member of a higher rank? The answer to that is yes. Did the officer exercise authority wrongfully or unlawfully for a malicious purpose, personal gain, willful deceit, or any other improper purpose? And the answer to that question is yes. Did the officer fail to abide by the standards of ethical conduct? Answer, yes, sustained violation. Did officer solicit an unwelcome personal or sexual relationship while on duty or through use of one's official capacity? Yes, that was sustained. What we later find out, which Burlingame police didn't know at this point, was that this wasn't the first time Officer Granucci's been accused of using his position of power, being a cop, over women. This document indicates that he made the solicitation in March. He was fired in July. At some point after that, apparently when word got out around Burlingame that Granucci got fired, two other women came to the police department and told similar stories about him trying to initiate a sexual relationship while he was on duty and performing the, uh, the job of being a police officer. Do, do we know if any charges were filed by the DA? Well, that's kind of where this thing takes a twist. The DA looked at it based on the March incident, this woman with a, with a DUI charge. They took the position that it was a he said, she said type of situation and would be hard to convince a jury of criminal guilt by Granucci. So they declined to conduct a criminal investigation. But what the police department did was administrative, and that's based on a much lower bar. That's based on a preponderance of the evidence. So they were able to, you know, they were, there's a difference between firing a police officer and criminally charging a police officer. So it's easier for a police department to fire an officer for what happened than it is for a DA to charge and prosecute. That's absolutely correct. Here's where SB 1421 and Thomas and KQED come into the story. After they got these records from the Burlingame Police Department and they wrote a story about it. The question came up when we were reading the document yesterday. Well, why didn't the DA charge or look to charge Granucci with a crime? Arguably, what Granucci did was solicit a bribe. He would do something in exchange for something in his official capacity. So we were curious about what the thinking was at the district attorney's office. KQED's criminal justice reporter Alex Emsley has been working with Thomas on this story, and he got San Mateo's district attorney, Steve Wagstaff, on the phone. We did conduct the investigation. We arrived at the conclusion in late April of 2018 that the uh, evidence was not sufficient to file charges against him, and we advised uh, Burlingame Police Department of that. You know, the wrinkle is these two other women. The stories of the two other women, for, for whatever reason, were never passed on to his office. So he didn't know until our story came out 
because we were able to get this record from 1421 that had otherwise been secret, for which there'd be no access. I can't uh, think of the circumstance in which it would have come to our attention. I think the reporting that we had from you and fellow agencies is what has um, prompted us at least to open, reopen the inquiry. So essentially, the impact that 1421 had, in, including the story that you did this week, wouldn't have been, wouldn't have happened. The DA wouldn't have reopened this case if it hadn't been for, for the reporters, you guys looking through these documents and saying, this, this is what happened. Exactly. I mean, this, this is kind of the, an, an immediate showing of 1421's potential. You know, for the first time after these decades of police secrecy, pulling the veil back. And this is a situation where firing this cop looks like, you know, kind of a, a, a no-brainer decision based on what they found that he did. But, you know, the record also shows that there were these other complainants and that wasn't passed on to the district attorney. And ironically, the chief in this record that went to Granucci told him, if for any reason you get this job back through appeals or a lawsuit or something, and you were reinstated, I will immediately fire you because of what these other two women have told us. So it's kind of like, don't bother, you're gonna get fired again if you get your job back. I know you've been an investigative reporter for a long time and you've looked at a lot of police records, but have you, have you ever seen something like this? Very, very rarely. I mean, this is what, these kind of records are what the law addresses because they have been secret for decades in California. You know, the, the irony that the public employees about whom we ought to know the most, who have the power to take individual people's freedoms away through incarceration or worse, the, the ability under certain circumstances to justifiably kill people, um, we know the least about what really happens behind the scenes regarding their conduct. And we all know that a huge majority of police officers never have a disciplinary problem. They conduct themselves with the, you know, with the utmost integrity, but we never get a look at the bad apples, so to speak. And now we get to look at the bad apples. Thomas, thanks so much. Oh, my pleasure, Devin. Thank you. Through his attorney, Officer David Granucci has denied the allegations. The attorney says the records the Burlingame Police Department released are false and incomplete. Thomas Peel's an investigative reporter with the Bay Area News Group. You can find his reporting in the San Jose Mercury News and the East Bay Times. Thomas and KQD reporters are already looking through more records from other police departments, so stay tuned for more reporting. And in case you missed it, this week was the inauguration of California's new governor, Gavin Newsom. He was sworn into office on Monday, and our friends at the Political Breakdown podcast were there in Sacramento. To see their special coverage, find Political Breakdown wherever you find the Bay. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for us. Talk to you Friday. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. 
the land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.